Welcome to the CBD Ed Show with Edward Cheney, the founder and CEO of Canafil, a manufacturer of CBD-infused products for human and pet consumption. In this program, we will discuss the uses of CBD and other methods for alternatives and complements to conventional medical treatment. Now, here is your host, Ed Cheney. Welcome, listeners, to the CBD Ed Show. This is your host, Ed Cheney, here with today, beautiful and <laughs> lovely, Kimberly Rose. Wow, I got two, beautiful and lovely. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Summer's Hello, everyone. coming. Uh, for those who do not see her, she's going blonde. She's surfer girl. <laughs> yes, I do change ev- my hair color every once in a while, uh, it, especially when summer shows up. Yeah, well, and I'm pretty sure you're putting uh, hair coloring back into business because you got to color it about three foot of hair there. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> like, woohoo, this quarter's done. Okay. Uh, I know I deviated from the show. Let's get back to the show. We wanted to bring the topic of physical therapy and CBD. If you wanted the quickest, most satisfying response of a topic, this is the one. If you use CBD during any of your physical therapy treatments, you get an immediate result. Yeah. It really is something super easy. And we're going to show you how to do it. We're going to uh, give you the unbiased opinions of the industry, uh, the, the, medis- the medical industry, uh, and hopefully provide you with enough so that if this does uh, become an opportunity for you, you can take it. Yeah. I mean, one of the things I've learned is that physical therapy, I mean, that doesn't mean you've well, it usually means you had an injury, but you can not also always, not always. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In fact, I'm going to do a little physical therapy, and it does. Uh, yes, I have an issue, but I think a little physical therapy is just going to show me some techniques yeah. that I don't possibly know. Kimberly, I think you're on target here, and I think everyone, if they gave thought to this. During this isolation that we have been all experiencing because of COVID over the last, you know, 14 months or so, we've all experienced an issue with mobility. Mm -hmm. And you'll be surprised the number of people that are going to come out of this, this, this isolation, this quarantining are going to come out needing some type of assistance and getting back to their normal lifestyles. Right. May that be just moving around or into, you know, heavy professional or, or, or uh, competitive athletic activities. Uh, both of those may need some assistance and a physical therapist would be uh, a, a fairly quick go-to. The others would be coaches at gyms and trainers right. and best friends and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, if you think about it, of course, a phys- uh, like a, a professional athlete uses physical therapy every day. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. It is a go-to. Yeah. Yep. So it's just another, f- I mean, we've used it again medicinally. We've yeah. used our physical therapist and CBD while f- 
while going through physical oh. therapy. <laughs> and it just really gave us a little bit of relief or that relief we needed. Yeah, we'll give you some good chairs. Yeah. We, we have some really good chairs from both our clients and from us personally, our friends and family. And we'll help make it easy to understand uh, how this might be. Uh, and we're looking at it as a treat. Yeah. It really is a treat. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about what the physical therapy community is saying about CBD. Now, interesting, when I did a Google search, this is what I typed in, physical therapy and CBD. That's it, physical therapy and CBD. And I typed it into just general Google. You know how I always like to do Google Scholar. Right. This one, I just went Google and typed it in. I got over 4 million results. Wow. I know, that was a lot. It seemed that, now, it, it seemed that the common outcome was that the physical therapists are highly promoting it. It makes their service, A, much more successful, and B, the one that's more most popular, much more tolerated, mm -hmm. right? Because most people who have been through physical therapy already have this understanding that it's pain. Yeah. I go to a physical therapist because I can't inflict that much pain on myself. So I have to go to somebody else to do it. To push for me. push you into that little <laughs> extra right. something. Yeah. And the physical therapist world knows that both of these are present. One, it it does. It helps with recovery. It helps with the process, but also it really helps with the management of that discomfort. Right. So I believe they're all over it. And you know who else I found? I found super big with chiropractic. Yeah, well, a, a part of my new journey with uh, physical therapy is also a, a chiropractic part yeah. of it. Mm -hmm. So this company I found does, it's a chiropractor who also does physical, they're all there together in yeah. the same facility. All right. And... Uh, he asked me when we were, uh, my initial uh, evaluation, do you take, you know, ibuprofen and all, all of that stuff for the pain that you're feeling right now? And I said, no, I'm just using CBD. And he was, he said, oh, that's great. That's great. CBD is really good to help you with that inflammation. Yeah. So he was, he was actually like, that's a great idea. Yeah. I, I would rather you do that than an ibuprofen. And let me go to that piece. Uh, I'm su I was super happy to hear that when you shared that the very first time, which I think was just two days ago. Yeah. Yeah, or yesterday maybe. But anyway, I was really happy to hear that. And it had me uh, go back in and recall when the MMA released all the conventional physicians uh, to be able to discuss and promote CBD. And that happened back in the last year. Last year, they literally went to all the physicians says, you are now open and capable of discussing and promoting cannabinoids to your patients. Yeah. Cannabinoids being, remember, the broad, including CBD and THC, uh, medical marijuana, those kind of things. You're now capable of promoting uh, and discussing that. They did... They did put a caveat in there that you're still not capable of prescribing it. 
Right. Now, prescribing it has its own set of issues that have to be overcome. Once One would be DEA and FDA uh, getting their rulings and all their things done. Second would be insurance companies getting on on board right. uh, to be able to manage the prescriptions of those things, whether they be over-the-counter or not. Uh, and, and insurance does cover those kind of things. Well, and even if insurance, you because know, I have a few customers that come in and try and use their, um, it's like a prescription card or a, a little Discount cards? card that they carry and funds get put in there. Oh, oh, oh yeah. There's and some, you can spend it, account. like yeah. you can spend yeah. it at Walgreens right? or you can spend yep. it on all that other stuff. It still doesn't work. It doesn't work it doesn't all the work time yet. or it just works some of the time? No, I, I don't think I've had a customer yet uh, had that a had a success with it. All right. Soon, hopefully. Hopefully yeah, that'll yeah. be it's something they can use. Because why would you be able to buy something at Walgreens, uh, like an over-the-counter yeah. something, right. and not? Hey, listen, we have been in this market for a long time, Kim and I. Yeah. And the conversation today is so much different than it was two years ago. We were like, insurance, wow, that is so far away. It's, it's not anymore. No, I mean, yeah. I hope it's not. It's I mean, not, that, like, no. why wouldn't we be able to use that? That And you know who to think? It's you, the consumer out there. Yes. You have done a great job of holding on to this plant. Right. Man, it's been so many opportunities for it to be taken away from us. And the pressure from the consumer, the general public, is what has kept this plant from being pulled from us. Right. I yeah. I know. Terrific. Well, why, again, it, I think it's just a, a, a natural instinct of ours to go to something that's l less foreign to our body. Yeah. Something that's actually we can ingest and, and not have an issue with. Yeah. Kim and I's new mission, and it has been for the last six months, is to bring Eastern and Western medicine back together again. They used to date. They used to get along with each other. Yeah. We're going to make it our mission to bring them back together again. We know they both have a role in they, our continued wellness. Yeah. I mean, honestly, just the pharmaceutical world just became a big, giant bully, basically, <laughs> and kind of just stomped natural yeah. medicine into the ground, and we just kind of forgot about it, you and know? I have a feeling that... Big Pharma is going to welcome the relationship back again. That would be they, nice. I think they <laughs> just need somebody like us to help them shake hands again. Yeah. All right. Anyway, off subject, let's get back to the subject. Okay. I found a few things I thought were interesting. One is I want to share that physicians are now allowed to promote and discuss CBD with their patients mm -hmm. uh, and that most of the 4 million results when I typed in physical therapy and CBD, I wanted to let you know that they mostly came from complementary, complementary and alternative medicine type of physicians. Right. So those include like acupuncture, neuro, uh, neuro naturopaths, uh, chiropractors, herbal herbalists, re reflexologists, those groups of doctors go under a different type of training. They are still in medicine, mm -hmm. but they are considered in the group called complementary and alternative medicine, as opposed to conventional medicine where a lot of people will find their, their family practitioner in that group. Yeah. Okay. Now, those, so I, they're not allowed to write a prescription, right, in that? No, they can. There are they certain can. ones that can and can, cannot, but it's not common. 
Okay. Because most of these uh, 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 practitioners are not, they're more homeopathic. Right. Than, than not. Yeah. Anyway, you know that I'm pretty sure I read a lot on this and a lot of times they'll throw these definitions back and forth. There is a clear distinction between these groups, but not so much in the terminology of who they are. So yeah. it's kind of fuzzy sometimes. Yeah. As I was trying to put it all together in my head. But if you are participating with one of these complementing alternative medicine physicians, man, they are almost 100% on board with cannabinoid therapies of one sort or another. Right. Cannabinoid yeah. therapies being, again, Fido includes CBD, CBN, CBG, THC, THC Delta 8. Those are all... Cannabinoid, uh, phytocannabinoid therapies, and they are also very aware about the endocannabinoids that are in your body and helping you to produce them more freely. Anyway, there you go. So most of these, if you go to any of these guys, you're going to find it. Uh, that's why I was super happy that uh, the chiropractor was so big on it. Yeah, and I, I honestly, I, I will say that I kind of fell into that group of people that... Uh, I've never been to a chiropractor before. Never? No. Wow. I, I mean, I distinctly remember way back when that somebody said, oh, don't ever go to a chiropractor. They're not um, They're not good. They're not, I don't know, something. They, you know what? They went through, went, I think they went through a low, a, a little law where they were ch chasing ambulances a little too much. Okay. Their, their, their rep kind of got a little tarnished by a few of those who were just, you know, taking advantage right. of a situation. But my goodness, when I... When I, when I look past that, I think chiropractors have a great reputation for being, uh, for being natural, naturopathic. Right. Right. Yeah. And I was impressed. I mean, he, t he took x-rays and he did yeah. a little spinal scan thing. And Terrific. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so far I am very impressed. I, I, and I, I, he was actually shocked I'd never been to a chiropractor either. I'm, yeah. Like, I, I, I just I, have <laughs> never, I've never, th I, I just don't want to go to a back doctor. Right. We all know I had my hip done and I don't. I, I kind of just want to stay out of that world as long as I possibly can. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, let's tell you what they are looking at. So when I Googled CBD and physical therapy, uh, the common theme of what they want you to use CBD for during your physical treatments, whether that be chiropractor or, or a PT uh, schedule, are these three things. The use of CBD daily, which would be taken every morning, yeah, to just manage the regulation, the up and down regulation of inflammation, and just keeping your body away from, because there's soreness. So when you're in either one of those, there is just a state of soreness during most of your treatment time. Yeah. Yes. So if you're in a time here for two weeks, most of the time you're just dealing with being sore. So keeping a daily dosage of a CBD product helps manage both of those for you. And maybe it helps you sleep. Oh, definitely. Okay, anyway, we keep going. They also suggested CBD prior, just prior, and they suggested 30 minutes was the common uh, time frame. Yeah. Before your treatment. Right. The, the uh, 
the, the, what they were after there is during your treatment, if they can keep inflammation under control, then your treatment is much more effective because as soon as those cytokines start triggering inflammation, then the whole joint starts to become a little less workable. Yeah, it's definitely less flexible. It doesn't want to move. Your muscles are starting to cramp up. It's a whole... And, and mentally, yeah. obviously, when you're feeling pain, you're like, I don't want to do that. I'm, right. I'm not doing that. All right. And then number three, intense treatment. So during intense treatment, topical applications, again, 30 minutes before and directly after help manage two things, intense uh, uh, inflammation response and intense pain. Yeah. Again, which would make your, your practitioner not look so nice anymore. Right, yes. Like, wow, doc, that hurt. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so those are the big three. Now, let's talk about the how. When they recommended using a daily dose for inflammation and soreness, we're really only talking about getting up in the morning. Best use is under the tongue. Mm -hmm. Again, it's direct. You're, you're, not a whole lot is going to interfere with it. So the absorption rate is going to be fairly high. Yes. So if you are going to take, and what we're going to suggest is somewhere between 15 and 20 milligrams of CBD during this two weeks or whatever length of program you're going through. Mm -hmm. If you're going to take this on a daily basis, 15 to 20 milligrams. If you take it under the tongue, so it's a tincture, comes in a, an oil form, has a little dropper. If you put it under the tongue, then that will give you the highest bioabsorption rate. Right. Okay? Not being interfered as if uh, you want to take it through your digestive. So if you took an edible, whether that be a capsule with CBD in it, maybe right. it's a gummy, or maybe it's a cookie or a brownie or something, because a, a lot of people have infused edibles uh, against FDA, but they have infused uh, edibles. But when an edible goes through your digestive process, there are things there that can interfere or decrease bioavailability. Bio Just wanted to share. Hey, I'm not saying it's not capable of doing what it needs to do. Yeah, it just takes a little bit longer, and you yeah. do stand the chance of losing a little bit of CBD in your stomach acid. That's all. Not making it a bad thing. Yeah. All right. So, and if you do that during your entire treatment period, you will be managing your inflammation. You will be managing your pain, but you also get one other thing that's pretty cool. Your body's in a state of homeostasis as best as it can get. Because that's one of the things that phytocannabinoid has really done a good job with, is keeping your body in homeostasis. If it's in homeostasis, it's capable of responding much better to this treatment. Yeah. yeah. And, the, and if your body's not busy, you know, taking Battling care of all things. the other things, yeah. it can actually help in that area and right. go in there. Yep. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. How about just prior to treatment? This is just normal treatment. Like, for instance, you coming back from a bone break, a cast is off, and now you're going to go to physical therapy to get it moving correctly, mm -hmm. which includes lots of stretching and lots of strength building. Right. And right. pain. <laughs> <laughs> right. So the, the tool here is to get a 
salve would be best. Yeah. That's something that is applied topically to the skin. Any time between 30 minutes and just showing up is fine. I'll say that again. So if you grab a, a, a salve mm -hmm. that has CBD in it, rub it in the area uh, that you'll, ha you'll be work having, having work done on, anywhere between 30 minutes and showing up. Yeah. Okay, that will work just fine. Why do I say all the way to the point where you're showing up? Well, a salve will enter the skin if it was created quickly, if it was created correctly, will enter the skin into the dermal, past the dermal barrier fairly quick, like within three minutes. As long as you give it a good massage. You, uh, well, those are some of the tricks. You want to give it a good yes, rub. right, right. Yeah. Yeah, so as we rub it, the heat from that rubbing, mm -hmm. uh, the friction, uh, will actually help it penetrate even faster. Yeah. And in most cases, deeper, and that's where we're trying to get the salve, we want to get it as deep as possible into the dermis. The inflammation receptors are known to be closer to the surface of the dermis, so they're the ones that get, get connected to first. And the pain receptors seem to be a bit lower in the dermis, the dermal area, thereby, you know, you, have to need, you need a product that can actually reach yeah. into uh, the dermal uh, layer of your skin, which a lot of times is ingredient-driven. So ingredients that have high rates of success getting past the dermal barrier include shea butters, fraction cocoa oil. Uh, I think there's two or three that I just can't rattle off the top of my head. But yeah. they're important. And if you want to compare the product you're purchasing, just simply ask that question to Google. What carrier, what lotion carrier or salve lotion carrier uh, item or, or products get into the skin quicker okay or penetrate the dermal barrier if you want to say it specifically <laughs> what products and lotions uh, penetrate the dermal barrier well and you if you can get a good quality cbd product um and you're going through physical therapy i'm going to suggest you want to stick around the 500 milligram maybe three three might be strong enough depending on i, I agree with on you. how yeah. severe um, your physical therapy yeah, is. Yeah, and we're not intense. We're not talking about the intense. We're just talking about that normal general, one. General, like, just, yeah, you don't have to go way up. <laughs> you can do like a 300 yeah. milligram. All right. Yeah. Now, here's what you're, here's what you're expected to feel. You're going to put this on your skin shortly before the activity starts. The inflammation is not going to get triggered so much so that that joint now is going to be inflamed, which, by the way, causes more pain. Yeah. So going into the treatment, you're going to have less pain. During the treatment, less pain. After the treatment, less inflammation means speedier recovery. Yeah. Yeah, well, usually in a physical therapy situation, I mean, this yeah. was my, they, they'll do all their stuff, and then they'll give you uh, like a 15 minute at the end with an ice pack yeah. or some sort of ice I'm trying to, get to rid also of that inflammation. reduce the inflammation yeah. which is wonderful and it, with the CBD you're you should be good yeah. I when I was going through physical therapy I would get uncomfortable again like say four or five hours later and I would put more CBD on yeah. or can ice. I share something that I know and it's not scientific based it's an understanding 
that I've gained over the years as old as I am. A lot of people who are practicing in muscle recovery and injury repair are starting to reconsider ice. I know. To reduce inflammation. Think through this one as a choice between ice or CBD to reduce inflammation. CBD simply reduces the production of cytokines that trigger inflammation. Right. But everything else is intact, like your blood flow. Yeah. What does ice do? Ice restricts blood flow, thereby minimizing nutrients to that muscle that probably needs stuff. Anyway, I think that's where a lot of struggles, I know Harvard did a study on this, but I just wanted to share that as, hmm, all right, maybe that's also another checkpoint on the CBD side as opposed to using ice, which, by the way, is a go-to for, for reducing inflammation. For a lot, right. yes. For all a lot. right. Mm -hmm. Let's move topicals. Let's move for the intense treatment. You know, you've got a real painful visit to the physical therapist. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, you expect it to be intense. You want a topical application before and after. And I would say tincture before <coughs> also, um, just to, for two reasons. Well, you're tincturing, you, in the beginning, you said tincture no matter what. Yeah. But if you do that, if you do a little CBD oil before physical therapy also, you're also managing that anxiety that you know is going to be, listen, when you know you're going somewhere <laughs> and it's going to hurt, yep, yep. you're a little anxious. Yep. So that'll help. So topicals are a real big one. Yeah. And then the simplicity of just doing a tincture in the morning every day while you're in treatment, also very simple. This is fairly simple. And what is our cost? Our cost is going to be somewhere in the neighborhood of, would you say, 50 to $80? Yeah, if you're that, getting a salve a and a tincture, I would say, yeah, right around 80 bucks for okay. the two. All mm -hmm. right, so there's your, there's your cash outlay, too. Um, and that's Let's, usually like a 30-day. Yeah. Well, your salve's going to last you, depending on how often you're using it. All right. Mine lasts quite a, quite a while. Now, let's talk about THC. Uh, THC in the hemp plant, remember the molecules, very small, very, very small amount in the hemp plant. This is why the hemp plant was removed off the drug schedule. Right. Because there's not enough C THC to cause any of the issues that we knew that were in marijuana. Yeah. And those for you, those who are concerned, maybe because you're in public service or you work for DOT and you are concerned about testing, here's the neat thing about a topical. Unless the topical says it's capable of entering the bloodstream, it is not its natural capability. If you get a topical and does not say designed to enter into the bloodstream, it's not going in there. And if it does not go in there, it does not matter if it has THC in it. It will not enter the bloodstream, will not show up in your urine, will not fail a drug test. Period. This is just a known thing. It's not, it's not anything that's speculated. All right. Given that information, let me tell you why you would want to know this is because THC is a main component for uh, pain management. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, CBD does a great job, but THC does the combination of those two are super key. So if you don't care, you're one of those tough people, don't worry about it. 
But yeah, yeah I, I mean, I prefer a, a, a full spectrum yeah. over an isolate always. But, you know, I have never tried, I uh, have uh, uh, customers that say, oh, yeah, I tried a one-to-one. Yeah. -one. They, the, they get it at the dispensary. Oh, yeah, okay. Topical. All right. Um, I, I, I would have to try it to, yeah, to compare okay. the two to yeah, see sorry, what, I don't what's have, the difference. Yeah. I don't um, have that either. Uh, the, the product that we're calling, talking, from, talking about is from a hemp plant, and that means the ratio that she's talking about where she said one to one, what that meant is one CBD molecule to one THC molecule. Right. Yes, only found at a dispensary. Yeah. Because about the limit for hemp is somewhere around that one to 26, one molecule of THC to 26 molecules of CBD. Of CBD. Yeah, that seems to be the, a magic number that keeps it under 0.3%, which is the, the ruling from the Farm Bill in 2018 that keeps it in that it's hemp, but it also needs to be grown so that THC level doesn't exceed 0.3%. Yeah, I mean, I'd sense. be, I'd always be interested in trying, I like to try new things all the mm -hmm. time. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know, I'll try it someday and see if it does, if it's that much idea. of a difference. Yeah. I think that's a good idea and we'll report that back to everybody. Yeah. I think personal experience on that is going to be a good idea. All right. If you have any questions about THC and what I said about it entering the bloodstream, if it's applied topically, you feel free to reach out to us, uh, you know, on any of our social media platforms, the CBD Ed Show. I will be happy to direct you to clinical or science-based reviews that'll help make that a little less risky, especially if you're in that job position. Yeah. We were reading something that says, well, you know, I'm in DOT, so I, I just don't want to even use a topical CBD or anything, so I use Kratom. I'm like, okay, all right, all right. Yeah, I, I don't know why Kratom's not um, on the list of uh, drug tests. I, I guess well, it's not psychoactive, is no, it? No, 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 no. So, but it's, it's just, again, we just look at how hemp has been treated. I know, right? Yeah, that's all. Yeah, that's I do all. have a truck driver that comes in to the store. Yeah. And, you know, we obviously stick straight to isolate yeah. on yeah. all of his products. Just because he's just like, I can't take a chance. Yeah, no, nobody wants to. No. I know, I, I, I absolutely get it. And I believe that that truck driver and all, all of you out there, sooner or later, this is going to get resolved. And when I say sooner or later... I'd love to see it happen in this year, but it might be all the way out uh, for two years. It's it's possible, but I have a feeling yeah. uh, FDA is working on it. DEA is waiting for some things from FDA, and I, I think it's all going to come around soon. And once it does, the, the clarity of that will also be there for you. Yeah, it'd be nice because, again, this poor guy, his back is... You oh know, my he's, goodness, right. He's sitting all day in a truck. And then you go out and lift uh. something heavy. Without, oh my, yeah, it's rough. It's rough. Yeah. All right, now this is what we would like to do. We're going to take a short break, but when we come back, we're going to start sharing some of those pieces that we've learned over years of being in this space. We're going to share personal and customer experiences with you. Yeah. Uh, so that you have some background on some of the information we shared in the first half. All right. Let's take a break, and we'll be right back.
the Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Live authentically. Heal naturally with Canafil. We have three unique blends for pain relief, reducing stress, and promoting healthy sleep. Visit Canafil.com for the convenience of online shopping that includes free shipping. Or if you're in Arizona, stop by our store in Phoenix for personal consultation and product selection. Our friendly staff is here to help you. All of our products have full third-party testing and a seven-day satisfaction guarantee. Call 480-599-1003 or visit Canafil.com. Canafil, giving you your life back. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. You are tuned in to the CBD Ed Show. If you have a question that you'd like addressed on a future episode of our program, please send an email to info at canafil.com. That's info at C-A-N-N-A-F-Y-L.com. Now back to the CBD Ed Show. Welcome back, listeners. This is CBD Ed Show. We are talking about CBD and physical therapy. Yes, yes. I wanted to say that in the beginning we did share uh, some knowledge regarding who's prescribed, who's suggesting it, and and what they're saying about it. I also want to share that we have done a lot of clinical studies. I'm sorry, we've done a lot of review of clinical studies, yeah. <laughs> and we didn't feel like restating that in this show, but I did want to share with you how to get to those on your own. Yeah. All right. I'll give you two choices. An easy one is on February 19th of 2021, we did a show on muscle recovery and relaxation in which we did review clinical studies and research. Mm -hmm. Uh, So you're welcome to go there. I can also tell you that if you go into Google Scholar or just Google, uh, feel free to research a report that we are a review, a clinical review of something we've scrutinized and believe it to be uh, qualified. Uh, it's called Cannabidiol and Sports Performance, a narrative review of relevant evidence and recommendations for future research. So if you can remember to type that in, you can review that long clinical review. So there you go, two resources uh, in which you can, if you like to have information validated before you move into something. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about experiences. 
I'm going to lead with one of mine so that, you know, and get us warmed up to this idea of experience sharing. Your, yours is more recent than mine. It's recent, yes. So I uh, recently had broke my thumb. And, uh, yeah, nice sledgehammer. It was really fun. Yeah. <laughs> and I, it was terrible because uh, I think when you break that, you have to put a cast on for quite a while, and that cast goes all the way up to your elbow. And the biggest problem I saw was that it kept your wrist immobile for, mine was two months. Yeah. So your wrist being uh, made immobile for two months is really something challenging to get over because it's not built for that. And so it does a lot of weird things when it's not allowed to move. Yes. And by the way, that was painful to get it to get back. Yes, he he went through an enormous amount of pain um, <laughs> from that sledgehammer. <laughs> and uh, we started him on CBD pretty much right away. I don't know if you ever really stopped taking it orally. No, 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 no. I, 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 I have really identified the value of staying on these phytocannabinoids uh, as a natural approach to staying in homeostasis. At my age, I want my body to work as best as it can, and I really deploy a lot of tactics to make sure it does. Yeah. Including fitness. So me being out of the game for almost three months was really, I was battling with that because I was also out of the game for a while. Uh, just because of COVID. Right. You know, my workouts that used to be five and six days a week managed to find themselves down to one and two a week. I yes. Don't, I don't know how that happened, but all of a sudden, boom, then I get an injury that knocks it out completely. Yeah. Uh, so there was a, quite a bit coming back for me. Anyway, here's what I noticed. I noticed that the physical therapist, she knew that I was using a CBD salve before I came in, and she appreciated the fact that I didn't have to deal with all that inflammation. Because your wrist has so many moving parts that inflammation really can be destru a, a, a counterproductive yes. when dealing with trying to reestablish mobility. Anyway, <laughs> it also was quite painful to get things to work again. Now, I, I make sure we knew that I did have my conversation with her because physical therapists always say use pain to guide you and your limits. Right. And one of the things I really wanted to get back was to be able to do a push-up, which means that my wrist had to flex or bend uh, and be able to support weight. And that was very painful. Yeah, that was, well, I would, yes, I would say they're painful anyway, but yes. then to have an injury and, and your wrist didn't move like that anymore. Right. So I had to get it, it back. So, yeah. And so she was very good at letting me know that, okay, I understand how CBD helps with pain. And she made me feel very comfortable that it wasn't that, it was extreme pain. So if I got to extreme pain, then I've gone too far. Yeah. And so if you took like a pain pill before you went to physical therapy, which some people, are you allowed to take a... I don't know the answer to that. I'm trying to remember when I had my physical therapy. But it could mask that pain where yeah. you could push it too far and you're just, you don't know because you've... Yeah. And my last piece, let me tell you where the last piece showed up. During my physical training, I, my, my, my physical therapy treatment, I'm sorry, 
the the other place it showed up was I couldn't go to sleep. This thing hurt so bad. Yeah. Literally, <coughs> excuse me. I couldn't find a place for it. You know, while I'm laying in bed. Right. Every place I would set my wrist down hurt. So. Absolutely. I'd get up. I'd put a pain salve on there. Within about three minutes, the pain subsided enough that I could fall asleep. Right. All right. And that started becoming a fairly reoccurring thing, only in the initial stages. I didn't need it later. So after about, I think, a week of really pissing it off, uh, that's when it started to work itself out. And I didn't need to put the salve on before I went to sleep. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. But you, so now, do you use it at all? Do you use your pain salve at all on your I hand do anymore? I do not. And uh, now it's another share, and I'll share it with you now since you brought it up. Uh, the, the next time I used it was when I started back at the gym. Yeah. And now I'm smart because I knew I couldn't have inflammation. You know, the f first time I pick up a dumbbell with that hand, right. I had to be aware that inflammation was going to cause a problem. And, of course, the pain. Right. First time I did a, you know, a press, a bench press with the bar, I had to deal with that. And then finally, when I finally got back to push-ups, you know, I had to deal with it. So the... The answer to your question is, is that's when the pain, sa the, the salve came back. Right. And I was able to manage through that so much better. And I understood it because we had a professional from Peak Nutrition come on and we both discussed how important it was not only for dealing with that entry going into the gym and, and inflammation and pain, but also the recovery afterwards. Right. How, how, how capable it was. Anyway, that was my share. Let's go to you. Yeah, well, I, 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 that's what I wanted to emphasize there is that using a pain salve during uh, physical therapy doesn't mean you have to use that pain salve forever. It's just going to get you through yeah. that time, and then when you run into another tweak or something, you can bring it back out and use it again. Um, my physical therapy story was probably longer. Well, it was longer than yours because I, mine was my hip. Yeah. So I had my hip replaced. I don't, is it almost four years ago now? Yeah. And, um, that really, uh, it's not so much that I used the pain salve on my hip. No, but I did on my back, on my lower back because just that shift, I want to say I'm even, but I'm, pro I'm not even <laughs> anymore. But so I used my physical therapist used uh, my CBD pain salve during the massage because that was my initial first 20 minutes of my physical therapy was her just massaging oh, that whole area, okay. right. the hip, the, the back, the lower back, all that area. So she would use my paint salve on when, when she when was she doing was that. Doing it. Mm -hmm. I hear that happens yeah. a lot. And that just really yeah. made the rest of my hour there at physical therapy so much easier. I did tincture before always, and I, I, I tincture at night for sleep. So the, the homeostasis part was kicking in. Yeah. But yeah, she really, I, I always tell my customers, if you go to physical therapy, take it with you. If they're doing any type of a massage, which they usually do in a physical therapy session, um, have a massage it in. If you go to a masseuse, Take your CBD cream. I, I think they now offer a CBD uh, okay. addition to a massage. Yeah. I don't know. One lady said it was $30. <laughs> and I thought, well, that's a little high. 
for an application. For an add-on, yeah. but you know that's fine. <laughs> that's how they're running that that business. Um, but yeah, it really helped me. It really can I add, brought me. Can through. I add to this story? Uh-huh. And it's something that is relative, but a little unique. So her and I tried a bath bomb. Oh yeah. <laughs> and we tried it in our jacuzzi. Yes, we did. <laughs> All right. And I'm sorry, I'm coughing. I have no idea why I'm coughing. Anyway, here's the here's the uh, here's what caused us to do this. So we are both jumping back into the fitness regimen, and mine was you know first three or four shots at doing squats. Right. And for all everybody who's done squats before, when you're just starting out, it's a painful activity, both Literally. doing them and afterwards. Anyway, so I'm completely sore everywhere. And then she's also jumping back in and with yoga, and she's sore everywhere. So both of us decide, you know what, let's bring... A CBD bath bomb home, why not? A CBD bath bomb home, and let's go sit in the, the jacuzzi for a little while. Wow. Hey, I, 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 I am not talking exclusively here, but after about three minutes of sitting in there, I'm like, I could just stay in here all night. I know. It was, <laughs> it was glorious. Wow. We had a, oh, excuse me, we had a hard time getting out yeah. of the hot tub because we were just <clears throat> so relaxed and so just. Everything felt good. So pain-free, I, yes. I thought I'd share that with you. Yeah. Now, I have not yet determined uh, whether it has any effect on my jacuzzi filter, uh, I just want to make full disclosure there. I've not yeah. checked in on that, not turned it back on. This was just last weekend, so we'll have to uh, we'll have to see. But no, giving giving everybody notice here. I don't know anything about a bath bomb and a jacuzzi filter yet. Right. Well, uh, we we thought it was wonderful. All right. Yeah. What um, what else? And now I've also used CBD when I have tendon problems, tennis elbow, golfer's elbow. Uh, plantar fasciitis, those are inflammations of tendons that are constantly under strain and the healing takes so long. Anybody who's had this before, three, four months can go by before you're starting to get any relief. Yeah. A lot of that is contributed to uh, inflammation. So give thought, to, I, I'm sorry, I have personal, personally seen that get much shorter uh, by reapplying a couple of times a day, a pain salve to that area seems to speed up the recovery a lot quicker. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I again, it really does work. It's, yeah. It just brings in, takes away that pain that you are. I, I use my CBD salve every day on my lower back. I, I, I don't want to wait for my pain anymore yeah. because with your lower back, I mean, it just takes like, I had a lady yesterday come and she goes, all I did was reach into my refrigerator oh, to no. pull out a vegetable or I don't know what she was saying, <laughs> but gone. she's like, and it's gone. And I'm in a lot of pain right now. Yeah. Well, I, if I recall, you delivered some to a hotel. Oh, gosh. The, the businessman was traveling. Yeah. Had done something very similar, wrenched his back, can't move, and literally we had to make a delivery to a hotel room. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, so I know uh, I have a listener on the line, uh, and it just happens to be a family member. It's my brother, and he's older than I am, not by much, uh, but he has had multiple surgeries to his lower back, and when I first started to suggest CBD to him, uh, it, it was a it was a common reoccurring conversation. Nope, that didn't work. Nope, that didn't work. And lots of uh, pain 
pain pills that he really wanted to get off of and, and wanted to avoid some other surgeries or outcomes. And I hope I'm saying all this right. Uh, but I want to tell you where it ended. And so he and I have been talking about this for over a year now. He has been taking on a daily basis roughly, I'm going to say about 70, 60 to 70 milligrams of CBD. And he's finally has been telling me that it's been working. Good. And he's been telling me it's been working for the last, I don't know, three or four months. Great. Uh, If you're listening, feel free to share your experience on our social media because I think you were that extreme case. Yeah. You know, after having multiple surgeries, after just really living up, living a rough life too, right? Like really beating up that that area of your body uh, that I, I bet you there are many uh, of us that are probably in that same, uh, similar situation. Yeah, well, I think one of the things you always have to remember, and I try and tell my customers this all the time, use it for the full, use it all. So if you buy a bottle of CBD and it's for this specific situation, whether it's anxiety or pain or whatever, I, maybe you don't feel immediately, because a CBD isn't, isn't gonna knock you over the head. You're not gonna be like, oh my God, like a pharmaceutical, right? Where you're like, ah, oh, I don't feel anything. I don't know, the pain salve can do that, but The pain yes. salve, yeah, Different, but, but use it, use it yeah. for a good solid 30 days. You'll be surprised. And then you will really go, oh, you know what? That really does work. I really don't feel that pain. And I have a feeling that was more his experience. Mm-hmm. His was so chronic, his was so intense that in order to get it under control, he had to go exactly in that direction. Again, I know I'm speaking for him uh, and could be could be off on that, but it's, it's my guess. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It really is just about finding your milligrams. Yeah. And especially if you're on pain pills, it's a different feeling. It's you, you have to wean yourself off of those. Yeah and continue using the CBD to help you. Yeah, do you have any other good shares with clients that, you know, just surprising, surprised you? Yeah, well, I had a girl come in, young girl with her mom the other day, and she's a a gymnast, Mm -hmm. and she had torn her Achilles heel, tendon, something. Okay. Is that what it's called? (laughs) And uh, the doctor said, I want you to go get some CBD oil, you know, these are the things I want you to do. I want you to ice it. I want you to, okay. I want you to go get a CBD rub. I want you to do this. I want you. so um, she got the the pain salve, yep. and she also got a, a, a fifty milligram bath bomb. I think this girl's like twelve. So because she's got a foot uh, spa, you know, where you put the warm water in and you. Jets turn on. It's kind of like a big jacuzzi, but it's yep, for your feet. Yep. Pain those. <laughs> so she used that, and she used the pain salve, and she's like, "Oh, my daughter feels so much better. It's not healed completely, obviously. We just started like oh, two weeks ago, um, but she's feeling better. She's able to stretch it more. She's. Th- I mean, I think mom is being a little." optimistic and the kid will be able to do gymnastics right soon but uh yeah it's a good outcome and and she's just using it 
during this time, she doesn't need the oil. I said, I don't think you need the oil. Let's just fixate on this area and get that inflammation Good. down. Yep. And then you can start your stretching. You can start the healing. She can't even walk on it. When she walked in, she came in. The mom was carrying her when she came in Aww. on her back. No I kidding. Yeah. How old? She was probably 12. I oh mean, it was God. not a small child. All right. <laughs> and then she kind of stood there on her tippy toe, on, you know, yeah. resting on one foot. But yeah, um, she's probably aware that she needs that to think heal and that it's going to take staying off of it. Oh, my goodness. Right. That's the hardest part. Yeah. And to try and to shorten that seems incredibly smart. Yeah. You know, that short, try to shorten that time frame. Yeah, yeah. So and there's there's so many stories. Tennis elbow, I have yeah. a customer that comes in and he does the pain salve. He's like, it's getting better, it's getting better. I made the mistake of going and playing tennis and I kind of angered it again. Yeah. Um, and that's like the longest thing to heal. Remember when I had that? Not from playing tennis, but... Yes, I do. And you, we buy all these crazy devices that go on it. And it, the reality is all these things are just trying to keep it immobile so that it stops pissing itself off. Yeah. Right? And yeah. when it does that, it creates inflammation and the circle goes on. The, you know, another thing that is in this area, and people do go to physical therapy for it. When I was at physical therapy just a month ago, there was a lot of elderly in there because they were dealing with immobility due to osteoarthritis. Yes. Yeah. So that's another huge. area that commonly has a conjunctive therapy that includes physical therapy and an anti-inflammatory treatment of some form or another. Hey, you can either get the injections. You know, you can go for some pharmaceutical, but CBD has also been shown to do an incredibly good job with this. Yes. Numerous studies. Right. You can yeah, search well, them up yourself. I didn't even know you could go to physical therapy for migraines, but my girlfriend wow. goes to physical therapy for migraines. She uses CBD for also to try and keep those at bay, good. and uh, they'll take the CBD pain salve, and rub hers come from her the back of her neck. Right. There was an injury, so they just kind of rub that whole area before her physical therapy. All right, all right. Well, hey, I think this was all good shares, and I really hope this is helpful for everybody today. Again, yeah. we can continue this conversation on the social media platforms. Happy to help in any way, but this time I'm going to put a reach, uh, reach out to everyone and say, if you have a story, share it. People tend to really validate it more when they're hearing experiences from real, genuine people. Yeah, and if you're looking for a good quality CBD topical, I I really like the the pain salves, but I have many customers that like the roll-on with that yeah. little icy hot feeling in it. Um, yeah. Both of those are good. Yep. Both of those All are good. All right, we're going to shorten up because we've got to close this show out because we have run out of time. I want to thank Kim and the office putting our information together today. This is going to be a wrap for today's CBD Ed Show. This is Ed. And this is Kim. Helping you with the future of health and medicine. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. 
Thank you for listening to the CBD Ed Show. Please join your host, Edward Cheney, for another edition next Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Variety Channel. We can also be heard each week on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Until we talk again, enjoy the upcoming weekend, and we'll be here soon.